Jeffrey Herlin's MXGP of the Netherlands. Obviously, you won the GP, but is this going to be one of those times where even though you won, you're going to tell me that you weren't very comfortable and it wasn't very enjoyable and it was all a bit weird? It, it was a bit weird because of the weather circumstances and like the first two GPs we've had and we've raced, it wasn't like normal because of the track conditions, the weather conditions. Like second motor in England, like with a sunset, I, I don't know about all riders, but it was hard for me to really see. And then today again, a bit of a mud fest and the track shaping up really weird. So it was it was different than the other years, but racing is racing and you need to be good in all weather circumstances. I would say it's a world championship and you need to be good in many different ways. So obviously it's not a dominating form, but I'm racing against the best guys in the world. And, uh, and uh, I'm racing the best guys in the world, so I, I definitely can't complain. Obviously it, it happened with a 1-2 and a 2-1. But two GP wins is still two out of two for the moment. Uh, obviously, halfway through the first motor, you turned it on a little bit, uh, started cutting to Geyser's gap. I feel like you could have won that one, but the second half of the track was killing you. The first half, you were gaining seconds on him each lap, and then you just lose them in the second half. Were you struggling in that bit? Is there anything you can kind of point to? Yeah, because he, um, on the waves, like I think it was section three, if I'm right, he, was, he, he doubled in into the waves. And one of one of the guys I, I got with me told it to me between the motors, so like straight in the second motor, I also jumped in. Like that's where I lost, and then he carried so much speed throughout the waves, and definitely he gained a second, a second or more. So um, he was really good at sector three and four, and I couldn't really close up the gap. And at one point, I was like, "Yeah, second is, is good for now because second motor will give you the overall." Once you found out that he was actually doubling into the waves in the first race, were you like, oh, damn, that was possible? Yeah, yeah, I I, I knew it was possible, but I didn't know people would do it. And I only knew it after the first motor when my mechanic said, hey, he he, he kind of doubled in and he gained a lot of time. So, um, yeah, my bad. (laughs) Second motor was uh, much more normal. It was kind of business as usual for you at Volkenswald. Good start, led from the front never too much trouble yeah second motor was a uh, was a bit more comfortable feeling a bit more be- more good like you know whole shot and then i could more focus on my own riding and 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 could really you know focus on myself well first motor i had to pass Jorge and then um there was raining and had some problems you know with your vision when it's raining so uh but furthermore i want to say uh you know Oakley did a great job with, with the roll-offs i was one of the only i'm well, not one of the only guys but at least I didn't have to come in to, to, to change goggles, so the goggle situation was, was perfectly fine. But still, for visibility with the rain, it's not that, not that easy. Uh, there's been all this talk in the off-season about you starting slow and not wanting to hit your peak too soon. Do you feel like you've lived up to that? Do you actually feel like your peak is coming around Spain, Portugal, France? Um, hard to say, but I feel like I'm not 100% yet. I feel like I'm a bit slow in the beginning of the moto, and I feel like I still need to... You know, the opening, opening laps are a bit too... Uh, a bit too slow for the moment but we'll definitely work on that when we have some more uh, some more time so um, yeah I think there's still some work to do but it's just race 2 out of out of 20 and there's still a lot of racing to do for the rest of the season so uh, soon we'll probably have a lot of time uh, when with Arco you know yep. being changed after Argentina is like kind of 4 weeks off I believe yep. and then hopefully the weather is a bit better but now like with the cold situation all the tracks being muddy for practice at home you know I really kind of it's hard to work on on speed laps and things like that it's more like you just want to do like a 35 minute motor to 
get home as quick as possible because it's raining and cold and almost freezing outside. So it's uh, it's uh, yeah, it's a bit. Uh, hopefully, when the weather gets better, we can more work on the sprint. Uh, we're about to enter a massive area with a party with fans and everything. So we'll wrap this up. Two rounds in. Obviously, you've got the points lead. That's all good. Is there one thing though that you know you need to work on, either with your body or your bike? Is there one thing that you're like, okay, I just need to tidy that little thing up? Um, actually, I'm super, super happy with my bike. Um, I think in the, over the winter time we we increase a bit and uh, we, we 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 made the bike a bit better again, a small step. So I'm happy with that. And I think now it's just on me. I think the bike is absolutely amazing. It's great. Uh, don't really want to change anything on the bike. Suspension-wise, we're good. Engine-wise, we're good. Stars have been good so far. So bike setup, I'm super happy. I just need to work a bit more on the intensi- intensity and the beginning of the motors, I think. Uh, one more quick thing. Compare your fitness level and the way you're pushing yourself off the bike to 2018. Are we at that kill-yourself level? <laughs> um, we're getting close. <laughs> But I, you know, I, I want to still build up throughout the season, so I don't want to come in like already on the limit before the first gate drop. So I feel like I still got some time to to, to gain and, and to, to become a bit better. Um, but it's hard to say, you know, like like the first two races been been GPs, but not like a normal circumstance because of the weather. So once we get to normal races, we can see where we're really at. Okay, uh, Tim Geiser, MXGP of the Netherlands. It's fair to say that Vulcan Swars kicked your ass over the years but I don't know what happened in the last 12 months, but you seem to have mastered the thing. Uh, not only were you good today, you ran hurling speed, tied on points with him, and yeah, a perfect weekend, I'd say. Yeah, actually, it was not perfect, but... Uh, For this place. Yeah, I mean, like, with today, I'm super, super happy. I mean, couldn't ask for a better uh, points, better race. Um, yeah, but, like, yeah, I didn't have the best gate pick, so that makes my life a little bit tougher, I would say, from the from the start but I managed to make two solid starts and uh, quick passes on the beginning what was really important to not stack behind the guys and fell in their rhythm so uh, yeah super happy with first one I mean like I I rode perfect race second one I make a little mistake on the end it was like really easy to make a mistake because so many soft spots Uh, and even like with the googles like from second lap I didn't really see a lot through my lenses uh, so I kind of like struggle all the moto, but I could like ride with the same speed like to Jeffrey, and uh, I was happy. I don't understand how you got those starts from the outside. Like, okay, maybe a miracle happens once, but to do it twice, uh, the first one you were fully send it into the first corner. Yeah, I mean, like uh, already from yesterday, I was thinking about the starts because I know that Vulcan's War is one of the tracks that where you really have to make a good quality race to have a really good gate pick because the first couple of gates are the best because they are straight on the first corner so uh, I was really putting a lot of focus on the starts to really make two perfect starts and I managed to do that so I'm super happy. Has the winter been so good for you when it comes to sand testing and sand riding that you even came in here uh, thinking to yourself that you would be this good and you'd be able to push for the win or did even your speed surprise you this weekend? Mm, I mean like during the winter we really train a lot, test a lot on the sand. Basically I was just riding sand, not even hard pack. So, uh, you know, super happy with, the, with the, how we set up the bike. Bike was really working nice. Um, so definitely that helps a lot. And even like the speed was really good. I mean like, I'm super happy, couldn't ask for better. Um, so, yeah, I mean like, 
didn't surprise me because even like on the training I was very fast <laughs> just like you know I was trying to bring that training rhythm to the race and uh, it happens this weekend so I'm super happy I think it's fair to say that not only today but even the second moto last week this is the best you've ever been like forget about all the GP wins you've had the titles I genuinely think you're riding better than you ever have right now yeah I totally agree with you I mean like I'm feeling so good on new Honda feeling in great shape so uh, season is still really long but we begin the season like really on a high note and I will really give my best to continue like that during all the GPs the bike gets some of the credit here right like it's that good it's actually phenomenal from what I hear so you've got to give some of the credit there sure I mean like Honda did an amazing job uh, with with new bike and also like all the team you know like when we test during the winter we were like really putting hard work in and uh, testing a lot training a lot to make really bike like I want and uh, we managed to make an amazing bike here on the end uh, last thing obviously if you look at the season as a whole I'm sure if I told you at the start of the year that you'd tie on points to Je- with Jeffrey here and not lose any, you would have taken that. Like, it's early to talk points, of championship and everything, but this is good. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, especially here in Valkenswar, because in the past, I kind of, like, struggle always. Something happened here. Uh, but this year was just amazing, huh? It's good. Arminas Jazakonis, MXGP of the Netherlands, finally third overall. I feel like this second MXGP podium of your career has kind of been uh, playing on your mind for a little while. So nice to get it finally out of the way. Yeah, we've been uh, good all weekend long, you know. Last moto gave us a big challenge. Uh, we had uh, we, we, we had uh, quite a big crash, I would say, because the bike came on me and all. So And then we had to pit stop for a goggle because it was so bad with the lappers and everything. It gave me a big challenge, but we we passed it, you know, and uh, we, we came there on the box. So it was really nice after uh, first GP, such a, such a, I would say, bummer, you know. Yep. We managed to turn it around, so I'm really happy. Everyone keeps saying this is a weird Vulcan squad. It's not like normal. Obviously, it was softer and wetter and all of that. Despite that, you were still as quick as normal. But did you still find it weird? I mean, when I was on the fast laps, I could feel it quite normal. Yeah. But uh, there was some sketchy places for sure, you know, and the bumps were not like they they are. But, uh, I mean, in the end, we all the same and we had to race the same track, you know. So, so I mean, I still enjoyed it, you know. If I get on the box, for sure, I will not complain about the track. You're going to tell me this is a stupid question, but here we go. Yeah. Uh, you won yesterday. You went through the fastest guys. Any little bit of disappointment that you weren't more in the race for the win today? Yeah, I already thought about it, you know, I had the time to think already. Uh, I mean, yes, but uh, it's been for a while in my head that podium, you know, yeah. podium. So so we had to get out of our way, you know, even like first and, and, and second model, you know, some first laps I could keep easily with them. But then later later on, the, it was just playing with my head, the, the podium thing. Even I try not to think. Even I try to concentrate for racing, it still was playing there. But uh, I think now we got, got it out of our way. So we go to Argentina, we do our best as we can, and then let's see what it comes. Uh, what happened in that crash in the second moto? Because I didn't even know it happened. So was it really gnarly? Yeah, nobody, actually nobody knows. There was not even video or anything. But I just thought you were slow. Oh, well, thanks. No, it, it was quite nasty. I mean, my, my complete ass ripped off and everything I was riding with. And then all girls could see my ass, you know. 
Why, was that on purpose or? <laughs> For sure not, because it was quite painful. I was standing up and I was so in pain. I was like, fuck. Beep that. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, but uh, it's MX Vice. Anything goes. Okay. So yeah, it was not easy. And then I had to drop my goggles because I got so much somehow water and everything. So yeah, it, it was quite, quite. I would say big crash, but not something crazy, crazy. Uh, last thing, because you've actually made me leave the track and walk into the car park. Uh, I actually need to go back. I'm not leaving with you. Yeah, well. uh, this is your second year on a factory team, and you've never actually had this stability in your career. Obviously, Suzuki was only one full year. Asamoto was only one half a year. This is the first time you've actually been able to build on something. So how much better do you feel like you are compared to last year just from having that experience under your belt? It's not just in the sand, everywhere. Like, overall, I would say we, we made it work with the bike better. And our physical is better and, and riding is better, you know, we have, I would say we had really great winter, you know, and my physical trainer made such a good program and we worked it our asses off, you know. So I would say that that extra year, that's what we needed kind of to, to prove it that we are, we are there because uh, last year we came out of, I would say, quite a big injury, you know, and... We, we've been struggling and, and it was not easy for me, but uh, this, this year what made the difference, you know, that, that winter and everything made me even stronger, so that's what we needed. Hey, uh, Antonio Caroli, MXGP of the Netherlands. A bit of a quiet weekend, but you picked it up in the second moto, got a fifth, I think, so a bit of a positive note to end, but more importantly, how's the knee? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a very, very difficult uh, uh, race, I think. Uh, I'm happy overall to be fourth um, on the GP. Uh, my goal uh, this 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 few races uh, was to start in the top five. I know I have not the speed and not the fitness to to fight with the guys in front yet, and uh, also now this problem with the knee makes it even worse. Especially on a track like this, uh, where uh, yeah, it's uh, every time you lose the feet, the, the, the uh, everybody was losing the feet from the foot peg, and then you. You, yeah, you case the jumps and yeah, so bad for the for the knees. And I was so scared, no no confidence all the week, and uh, uh, I was always uh, scared, you know, to, to 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 do something again with the knee. So I was really riding uh, contract, not not really flowing. So, like I said, fourth place is the best I could do today. And uh, of course, if the, that first motor I start a little bit better, maybe I could, uh, yeah, maybe still gain some more points but the podium was very difficult because yeah, Sigmonis was riding very good all the weekend and the two guys in front were on, a, on another level for sure on this kind of tracks they they attacked the track they had the power and the, the fitness to, to attract to attack this kind of track very very good and you see the lap times were very very different between them and the rest but anyway uh, like I said um, I cannot really do much at the moment uh, just uh, try to stay healthy don't twist again the knee again that's what i did today uh, so i'm happy about that because it's healing quite good and uh, i don't want to hit it again uh, and yeah we made it happen we didn't twist it we didn't really had any issues the shoulder is feeling okay so it's a matter of time that i can again um, gain the strength on the leg and uh, you know, no pain anymore and no, no strange uh, movements of the knee and then I can get the confidence again and try to, to, to be built up again now we have one weekend free so we try to re regroup and uh, you know, also with this uh, situation of the coronavirus now it's quite difficult you know, in Italy it's, it's a disaster and uh, don't really know what, uh, what's going to happen uh, also with the championship I think it's not uh, not so everything under control I think but yeah, it seems that everybody is not really 
you know, taking uh, taking it taking it serious, but it's very bad, I have to say. So for Italy especially, you know, a lot of problems now. But anyway, you know, we try. When since we are here and we are racing, uh, everything is fine, and uh, we are happy to be here. Uh, I was going to ask you this at the end, but seeing as you brought it up, obviously Ducali is an Italian team. A lot of questions that I've been getting is how are the team going to get to Argentina? Because obviously you've got to ship the bikes and actually leave Italy. So is that a bit of a worry or do you feel like it's under control? No, I think it's a very big problem, especially for the yeah for the team of North Italy, uh, because you know we are we are from Central Italy, and uh, there is no problems there so much at the moment. But North Italy is like closed, and everybody cannot come in almost and not come out anymore. So I don't really know how they can do with uh, with those teams, and it's not fair, you know, if they, they cannot go to the races. I mean, it's not really a, a championship anymore. They they should think better. Uh, the solution which one uh, which which will it will be like in other all other uh, you know motorsport uh, like uh, sports you know it's 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 been cancelled or delayed or you know you you finish the championship maybe later in the season uh, then and just skip some races now then just say that there's nothing happening and uh, just uh, keep going you know but it's very not very tricky situation i think it's not easy at the moment and we we are close uh, everybody we'll, we will do our best you know to to keep this uh, situation uh, as far as possible from the circus here but you know it's it's uh, it's happening uh, back to the racing obviously matali Matale- basin had a lot of ruts uh, different ruts to here but there were long ruts up and down the hills uh, did you knock the knee at all there did the full weekend of racing there have more of a toll on you than maybe you expected Actually, uh, Matali Basin uh, was uh, was not too bad for the knee because uh, barely not much. I put it on the ground because it was very uh, well, riding quite clean and not much times you put the knee on the ground was okay. A lot of ruts, but you try to stay a lot on the pegs, uh, so it was was okay then. But on this track, you know, it was soft and was was hard, and then you you lost the balance, and then uh, also my shoulder is not strong enough, so I really struggled. On the landing of the jumps, when it was softer, so it was a quite a quite very difficult situation for me today to ride, and I was not happy, of course, about my speed and about our ride. But uh, yeah, I couldn't do more, so this is what we had to we had to take home. I had never even heard of a PCL tear. So is it like riding with a torn ACL? Is it a bit easier? Or? No, it's uh, it's better than uh, of course. If I if you if you if you turn the ACL, it's, it's much more problem because yeah, you also much more unstable than it. But the problem is on this knee that I have already turned the ACL and it's quite stretched and now the, also the PCL. So it's more when you drag the leg in the corners and when you put weight on the bike to try to to squeeze it to, to follow the lines that it gives me more problem. But now in the beginning it's just uh, the doctor says it's going to be like, like this for 2-3 weeks if you don't, taste, you don't twist it again and after you will feel much better when it's healing. But uh, I'm happy, you know, like I said. It's a problem that makes you thinking a little bit when you're riding and so you're really not doing what you want and yeah on this kind of track if you don't attack the 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 corners you're slow and much slower the plan is then get through argentina and then you have a month off and then spain portugal you should be back to your normal self hopefully i I hope yes that was that was the pro the plan before i i twist the knee uh now it's a little bit uh, like uh slowing down because now every monday i have to go to the doctor you have to take out fluid of my knee put a uh, like injection in of anti-inflammation and uh, yeah, it, it's a little bit slowing because I cannot ride on Tuesday and Wednesday, so I need to ride on Thursday and Friday. So it's it's a, it's a little bit longer. So I hope after Portugal I, I have some step, and then after that race I will uh, always become on, uh, every weekend better and better. 
this is the pro the 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 goal now uh, the good thing is what we've learned the last couple of years is winning every race isn't the most important thing it's actually being there so if you can manage this situation not miss any races and be there at the end you're not out of this thing at all yeah 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 of course like i said i mean at the moment i'm not uh, i'm not uh, there at all uh, with, the, with those two guys you know in front they have a very different uh, speed uh, especially today i mean not in england much but on this track you f- you see a lot when you're not fit and you're not uh, convinced and you're not really uh, uh, yeah, fit. Let's say, or you cannot really push. And here you see a lot of difference between uh, them and myself. So I mean, my goal is to be there every weekend, the top five, and, uh, and build it up. And hopefully, we, I can fight with them as soon as possible because that's my goal, always to be there in front and the podium. Uh, and then after in the end, we see. I mean, I don't have really much pressure this year. My goal is to, like I said, to try to be back as I was in um, in the beginning of last year that's my my, my, my goal and uh, hopefully trying to step it up still a little bit more that's before the end of the season that's my goal yeah, Sean Simpson MXGP of the Netherlands great weekend I think obviously the DNF's a bit of a black cloud but throw it out I think who cares speed was amazing second moto was good first moto was amazing all good yeah I think what more can I say like yesterday was good I wasn't outside the top 10 all weekend and the first race today was just a pisser to be totally honest like I've never felt so comfortable running that speed looking at Prado thinking about where I'm going to pass him and the same in the second race looking at Caroli thinking I know you're not 100% mate but you know I'm looking for a way around you at some point I haven't felt like that in a good while so the first one yeah we got to throw that one away um, the good thing that I've had this weekend is a lot of guys had one good one yeah. bad or two average ones had I had that first race you know we would have been six in a championship um, we would have been fourth overall and you know that's dream stuff really for <laughs> working out of a couple of easy ups with me my wife my dad my mum and a couple of helpers you know like what more can we do we're showing people that motocross is uh you know, blood, sweat and tear sport and you can have all the fancy gear in the world but when it comes down to it, if the rider and machine are working in harmony then that's all you need. So, pretty pumped with uh, how we felt this weekend but just looking to continue that form into next week, first British Championship, into Argentina and then just keep it rolling. It's crazy to say just two rounds in but I feel like you've already proven that A, you're not done like maybe some people in the paddock wanted to say at the end of last year and all it takes is a happy rider. You get to make the choices. You get to put yourself in a position you want to be in. And look what it does. I honestly can tell you right now, I'm not even 100% happy with the bike. You know, we still got more that we can squeeze out of that thing. So, you know, that's only a positive. Um, I'm just really happy. You know, my family life's great. I'm just, I'm grafting away. I'm spinning T-bars during the week. I'm doing all-night drives with my dad. We're, we're just sorting out parts. I'm trying to do training. I'm trying to be the best dad I can, husband. Um, and right now, it's paying off. You know, this is what makes it all worthwhile, is, is these, little, these little results. The, this, you know, the, the, the thing where it's not that I want to prove anyone wrong. I want to prove myself right. You know, deep down, I knew I had it in me. I want to show that to myself, no one else. But proving other people wrong, wrong you know, like if... If that happens, then fantastic. <laughs> a bit of a weird Vulcan Swart. Everyone said it. Obviously, we're used to a harder sand track here. It was slower. It was all of that, but still kind of played to your strength as a sand fly. 
I honestly think it didn't really matter how it was this weekend. I seemed to ride it well. Um, first practice yesterday was a bit gloopy and a bit a bit porridgey. I rode well. I think it was ninth, second one time practice, which normally doesn't play to my strengths. I'm not a, a sort of a one fast lap type of guy. Eighth, even better. And uh, the race, which it was actually starting to dry out and, and get a bit less technical, uh, I excelled. I actually come from around 10th through to finish fifth. Okay, there was a couple of guys crashed out, Geyser's bike broke and a few other things happened, but, you know, we'll take that. That gave me a fantastic start position today and, and I capitalised on that. Um, the conditions didn't matter. When you're riding good, it doesn't matter the conditions, you just, you, you're there. It's like I said at Hoxton to a few guys, good guys don't really have bad days and if you're feeling good, you know, like Jeffrey this weekend, okay, he would have been unhappy with, uh, with not being on the top yeah. side of the podium, but he he would just be there anyway you know the, the good guys are always there even DeSalle he's had a he's had a bit of a shit day he's still sevens and eights and sixes and, and that's, his, that's his worst day you know like I, I was wanting to average 20 points a race okay Matt really didn't get off to the first, best of starts but you could have said well you only got three points in that first one well three is better than nothing you know it was looking for a long time in that moto that I wasn't going to get anything and then this weekend, uh, we come back and I've got nearly 20 points in one moto. So I've nearly salvaged it again. Yeah, we are a little bit behind the ball. But I honestly think if I achieve top 10 in this championship this year or can get top 10s, like there we've had a top 5 today, that's over-exceeding anything I genuinely thought that we could do. I want to squeeze a top 10 result overall in the championship out by the end of the season, which I think my consistency will play key. And I want to win the British Championship. If I can do that, fantastic. If we can do anything more than that, I'll be over the moon. Uh, two rounds in now, the season's fully underway. Uh, I put, just put Strybos in the same position. One thing that you really like about being your own boss and one thing that's maybe harder than you expected and that you didn't realise until you got to the races. Um, I, I just like making my own decisions. I like, I like waking up in the morning and having a goal. You know, I haven't touched my golf clubs in a while, which... You know, okay, that's you know, I like playing golf and I like getting out and just hanging out with the boys. But right now, I'm focused on on doing this, and and I wouldn't sacrifice anything um, to to give back into this game right now. You know, whatever it needs, whatever it takes, I'm going to be doing it. And you know, my wife Rachel and my little boy, they're just sort of like they're fully behind me. My my mum, my dad, just everyone that's helping out, and you know. It's all easy to see a few people wearing the SS24 jackets at the moment, but once we get deep into the season, it's just going to be me and my dad there. That's all we've got, you know, and that's all there is on a day-to-day basis at the workshop as well. So, you know, we've, we're calling in favours. Um, the worst thing about it, I think, is probably just the sheer workload. There's, there's no stress. I, I'm not getting stressed yep. by it. Just the workload is... There isn't... People say there's not enough hours in a day. I'm lacking a couple of days in the week. <laughs> Um, or even weeks in a month would be, you know, five week months would do me well at the moment. Um, but I feel like we're at the top of the hill now. We're actually rolling, and things are uh, things are pretty good because right now we're racing, and that's when the repetition starts. So you go home tomorrow, you clean up, you go riding Tuesday, Wednesday, you clean everything, pack it all back up, and you go to the British Championship, and then it all happens again. So we're on top of the hill. We've got race bikes built. Crate for Argentina leaves on Tuesday. That's got to be done. It, it's all happening it's all the, the planning that we've done till now is going to pay off but until now I'm definitely down on sleep and uh, down on training down on everything apart from you know it's all worth it because the results are looking pretty good at the moment 
Uh, last thing, obviously, Trentino's been postponed. That's now out there. After Argentina, that four-week reset from MXGP, is that actually going to help you? Like, that would be a nice opportunity to look, what you, look at what you've done so far, look at what needs to improve before you get to the new round one, in a way. Yeah, definitely. There's, there's to be honest, there's, there's, you know, I've got enough fingers to, to tell you how, how much things that we still want to do that we haven't had time to do. Uh, working on the bike, working on myself, working on the starts, working on intensity on the practice track. You know, right now I go to the practice track, put the handbrake on in the van, get out, kit up, do three forties, come home, and that's it. You know, wash up and get back to the grind in the workshop. I want to be able to go to the track and eat a sandwich. You know, throw a few quick laps down, hang with the boys, put my sunglasses on if the weather gets any better, and and just actually enjoy it. But right now, it's it's all about graft. Jorge Prado, MXGP of the Netherlands. Awesome weekend, I think. Somehow we've only had a week since the first round, but you've taken another step up. We can see your recovery is going well. You're progressing nicely. Second moto sucks, but ignore that because everything else was great. Yeah, I mean, every weekend uh, I feel better and better with the leg and uh, just physically, as I didn't have so much time on the bike, still not. But, uh, you know, every time I go riding, it's uh, one day more of training, so... Uh, no, this weekend was very good. Yesterday I could show very good speed. Already in the quali race where I could, you know, I said to myself to push a little bit just to see where I am with the speed and uh, the speed was good. Uh, finished third and this, this morning, I mean today, uh, felt good this morning. Um, first moto finished fourth after a good start and then the first three were faster. I just stay, stay on with my rhythm and finished fourth pretty pretty happy like super happy actually because <laughs> uh, yeah it's I mean very good result for me and then second moto I was very motivated for to get another good result and then in the f- I had a good jump out of the gate but then just when the front wheel touched the dirt I lost it a little bit in the rut so um, that made me go into the first corner around like second third and then in the first corner I lost complete the front and I crashed big crush but luckily I didn't get hit by any other rider so I'm grateful that um, I'm still on two feet and uh, not hurt because in those crashes it's very easy to get hurt and and I'm coming from an injury so would have been not good for me and uh, after that um, good I mean the first laps I could get, gain many positions and um, finish 12 or 13 I don't really go- I don't really know I know I'm nine overall um, better than last weekend, um, eight in the championship right now, I think. So getting better and better, and I'm very happy with the progression. I mean, today, pity of that crash in the second moto because could have been a bit different, but good, good. I'm feeling good. That first corner crash was gnarly, wasn't it? Like yeah. you found out what it's like not to get a whole shot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I was still second third in the first corner, but the thing is. After sighting lap, they didn't flat our ruts, so I took one of them, and and I was behind someone, so I really couldn't see, and and I lost it. You know, things happen. That's that's um, experience that I still need to start first <laughs> to avoid all those things, and, and and yeah, good. I'm still so impressed at your fitness and everything after so long off the bike. Like the conditions were gnarly this weekend, and you didn't drop off. You were pretty steady level the whole time. Like. Is this surprising you or not really? I mean, I'm, I'm working very hard off the bike. I mean, when I was off the bike, now that I'm on the bike, I tried to do as many trainings as possible just to get the rhythm, to get um, the fitness, like you say, that it's very important. And But yeah, I'm 
handling the motors quite okay. Like today, the second motor was very physical, I would say. Like this, the sand was very soft, combined with the mud and very slippery track. So yeah, I'm not so strong at the moment, so I kind of struggle a bit more. But when the track gets a bit easier, let's say physically, I'm uh, I'm feeling quite good. So yeah, this will be better, better and better every week. And now we have two weeks for the next. So hopefully we can do some good trainings and. And yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, with the insane ruts and everything that we have here, do you have to be careful not to hit your leg, or are you confident enough that it's all healed now and that everything's fine, even if you do hit it? I mean, every time I'm more confident to put the leg on the ground. At the moment, I would say I don't have many problems with the leg. No pain. Um, for sure, tomorrow morning I will have some <laughs> muscle pain, but it's normal. It just uh, it takes some time to recover and. <clears throat> And um, all the energy goes to the leg because it's uh, w the weak part of my body right now. But uh, I'm pretty happy that every week I feel like a big progression. And, that's, and that helps me a lot while riding because I can do many things like uh, jump a bit farther when I land. Like the landings are very tough for me as when I land I kind of go like a snake. <laughs> I don't go really straight because I don't have so much power on one leg. But... Uh, I'm getting better and that's helping me while riding. Uh, going back to starts, since you got off a 250, have you had to work on your technique or change anything at all to get a good start on a 450? No, I'm uh, very good at starts. I mean, uh, yesterday I had a... Did I hold shot or not? Quality. I think so. I don't know, it's you. You I probably did. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I had a good start, let's say. <laughs> I think you didn't hold shot, but you got the lead. Something, I don't know. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, I was from 12. So, I mean, here in Valgensvar, the positions are very important in the inside, even though Team Geiser today show that <laughs> from the outside, it's also possible to start good. So He fully sent it, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, impressed. And um, got a good start. Today, first motor, good start. Second motor was okay. So, I mean, I was, if I didn't cross, I was inside the top four. Yeah. And, um, but, yeah, um, I'm quite okay with the starts in the 450. Just need to, you know, keep um, training a little bit with the starts. And I think it's more the confidence. Uh, last thing, the first two rounds have been so good for you despite everything you've been through. But all I'm thinking about is how good you would have been had you come in healthy. This must have given you a bit of confidence about that as well. Like It's quite clear that if you come in with full lots of training on your, under your belt, uh, fully healthy, you would have been right in the mix. Yeah, well, this uh, we, we will never know. I think we know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> good, <laughs> thanks. But um, yeah, I mean, I still need to get a lot of bike time. And... I think I, I mean, I'm for sure very, very happy with the setup of my bike. We are improving every weekend as my steep is going every time a little bit up. And fitness-wise too, that's also helping helping me getting also the speed. And uh, But yeah, I'm feeling comfortable on the 450. Uh, it was, yeah, I would say a big, uh, but yeah, it's not bad luck, but... Yeah, I got injured, so then I lost yeah. a lot of winter preparation. That's very important for the whole season. But, uh, you know, things are like this right now, and I'm doing the best I can with how I am. And I think I'm doing pretty good. This class is very, like, packed. Yeah. And um, to do, let's say, yesterday a third, today a fourth. And, okay, last motor wasn't that good, but it's, it's not too bad. Coming from a broken femur, and, no, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy. Okay, uh, Jeremy Sua, MXGP of the Netherlands. Kind of a rough weekend, but then kind of not. Look, the second moto puts a bit of a black cloud over the thing. But a good thing is you're alive, because that first turn crash was gnarly. Yeah, I'm alive. That's, that's, 
you know, I turned two super good starts into a 14 and a DNF. That's just how shit my day was because, yeah, start is key, they say, but that wasn't the case today. I would have maybe better started last and just finished twice in top 10 or something. Anyway, you know, first moto, uh, my, I, I was up there second, in, making a mistake, which costed me a lot. But it was t- rough and, and really, I mean, everybody making mistakes, yeah. small mistakes today, and I did it at the wrong time. And then to find the rhythm in 15th place being roosted is super tough. Anyway, made some points and had the eye on the second moto, and then it went from bad to, to, to worse, like... Siding lap uh, halfway through, my my front brake blocked, yep. so I could barely make it to the back to the pits to to, to, to line up. Yep. Crashed around four times because my front brake just blocked. You were the Yamaha who crashed on the sighting lap. Yes. Okay, it was you because people have been asking me. Oh, apparently, it was on TV. Yeah. So congratulations. Because my front brake was blocked, yep. so I basically rode from the finish line. It's quite a long way. It's quite a long way to the start without the front wheel, yeah. front wheel blocked so try to do this <laughs> it's a fucking shit show you know <laughs> made it back f- late so big disaster and I said change bike change bike uh, one you know nervous situation no we got it blah 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 if it on the control lined up had a super start again and uh, brother just crashed in front of me and I hit his bike and went over the bar bent completely my handlebar uh, start button wouldn't knock out for like three corners no actually listen I went up made like half a meter to turn around and Desal came around because he's I thought I'm the last one because I was stuck with Prado but then Desal came around and just hit me again like boom because of course I didn't check back because I thought you in a blind spot yeah and I thought I was the last one so I just went up and I let my clutch go and in this moment Desal hit me like full on T-bone yeah kind of and I was like what what is happening here and then I went my start thing wouldn't go out so I had to stop like kick it off then realized my handlebar is complete bent went half a lap and my front brake blocked again, like in the sighting lap. Made it barely to the pit lane again, blocked front wheel. Then they cut my brake line. And I just went out for one more lap, or maybe two, yep. just to realize the race is over. And then I went in, and that's how it was, you know. Like, what can I say? I mean, <laughs> it wasn't in my hands in that so- second moto. And I'm, of course, disappointed, and this is just a complete disaster but uh, I think we need I don't know how can I say this nice we know we need to sit down and have some big discussions under the blue tent you know if the uh, if a front brake hadn't have locked up uh, in our second moto do you think you would have been able to continue with your bars bent because they were bent pretty bad actually I think I would have getting used to it quite okay I mean they were really bad it's the right side was low but I think you can manage to make five points like this and these are five points you know but if all the rest wouldn't happen around because like eight problems in one in five minutes I think then it would have been fine to make at least some points how was it uh, coming through the pack in the first moto because it was deeper wetter ruttier than any other year at Vulcan Swad did that make it easier to make passes on slower guys or harder harder because the speed is low and you have like one line or many places like those chicanes you get roosted you, you need to try and look away not to get your goggles full and this makes it super hard actually to come, to come through uh, last thing because you need to go I've kept you very long uh, 
we haven't actually spoke about this, but congratulations. This is your 112th GP in a row. Uh, are you bored of us yet? <laughs> to be honest, that that's the black one. 112, uh, not a good number. Uh, really? No. One oh, after today? <laughs> <laughs> after today, no. No, but I watched the replay of last year week's first model and I heard that Charles Metz did 170 in a row. Oh, you're going to smash that. So... We are, we are coming for that record. Are, I'm on it. But I was like, come on. I thought I'm good, but 170. And back then they had 12 GPs a yeah. year. So how the fuck did he manage this? But, you know, that's that's not... I mean, it's important to be consistent. But in the end of the day, you want to do well, you know. It's crazy, though, isn't it? Like, yeah. that's from the start of your career as well. It's not like it's from halfway through. You literally have just been here every week. You've yeah. been here longer than me. Yeah, this is cool. Come on, this, this, that, this I like. This I like. <laughs> Do you like how I've worked that stat out? I sent it to you, and now everyone seems to be talking about it. It's been on TV. It's been everywhere. Yeah, that's we're breaking the internet. Yeah, that's cool. Like bring some some <laughs> mathematics into the game. That's anyway what I like. You know. <laughs> okay, uh, Kevin Schleibos, MXGP of the Netherlands. Bit of a rough weekend, but then what are you going to do? You're riding injured. I don't know if people even know. Uh, it's not exactly great, but you're here. You're toughing it out, and I think. You're proving that once you're healthy, you'll be in the points quite comfortably. Yeah, for now, you know, it's really difficult with my back and uh, just trying to do good. But it's uh, it's not easy, you know. We're a bit off with everything. Uh, like I said, you know, we started quite late with everything. So uh, we're off with the bike, off with myself because it was really busy to get everything going. So with uh, trainings and practices going on, it was a bit off. But uh uh, yeah, you know, hopefully we can turn it around, you know, um, normally normally I should go to um, Argentina, yep. but now I think we don't, yeah, we're not going to go with the, with the back injury and uh, try to try to, uh, try to have some time uh, off maybe like one week and then try to build up again uh, properly, you know, uh, Italy is cancelled, so hopefully in like five weeks time I will be back on my normal shape, you know, and then I think I can battle, you know, like on 10 around 10 12 it should be it should be possible you know i'm not saying that i'm that i'm going for the top five or podiums but uh as long as i can battle with the guys i'm happy uh, what actually happened with a back injury when did it happen what's the status do you need surgery how's that all work uh at the moment you know it started already around new year actually which was yeah which is already a long time ago but then i went to the physio and everything you know and then and they said just my hips they were blocked and then and a bit, uh, you know, not straight. And uh, so I went to them a lot of times and it went better, but not the way I wanted to. So before England, I just decided to, to see the hospital or to go to the hospital and to see the doctor. And yeah, there they say yeah, that the back was injured and then I don't know English name, but... Uh, so, um, yeah, for the surgery, I got an injection last week, Monday, after England. Uh, so, again, I couldn't ride this week. And for now, for the surgery, I don't know. Uh, hopefully, I don't need surgery because, yeah, then it's way back. So, hopefully, I can uh, toughen it out, like you say, and, and, and yeah, be uh, ready. I've just thought, when was the last time you actually rode without an injury? Because there was the elbow thing forever, like... Was it actually years ago now? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it started actually here in uh, 2017. It started with my elbow. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been a rough couple of years, you know. But uh, I'm just I'm just still loving it, you know. I still uh, like to ride. Even today, actually, I didn't like it because I was struggling a lot, you know, with the track and uh, with my bike setup, and it's been too difficult. But uh, 
yeah, looking forward to get healthy if possible. Uh, obviously, you've had two rounds now as a team owner slash team manager. Uh, what's one thing you like about that and one thing that's been harder than you expected? Well, the hardest part is to get everything ready. And uh, it took a lot more time to uh, prepare everything. And the one that I like about it is it, it's, it takes some stress away from riding. But I need to be careful that it doesn't take too much <laughs> of the riding, you know. And, and at the moment, the last few weeks or the last few months, it was a bit like that. But, you know, I needed to make the choice and then to go to build a good team or small team but the good uh, structure and try to be ready but uh, for now you know we are yeah we did too much on the team but we had to do and now it's time to try to work again on myself because yeah I mean in in the end you still want to get results you know even even if I'm yeah if even if I don't expect to get big results but I want to get results uh, this is a deep question. You don't have to answer it, but it looks like you've got a lot of good sponsors. So is running your own team quite a big personal investment from you? Or is it a good thing for you to do with the help of all these guys? Yeah, it's a good thing for the, um, for the, with the help from my sponsors, actually, because uh, at the moment I didn't put any money in for myself. And that's not the plan. You know, I don't want to put money in for myself. I just, just want to try to build up a team for the future, maybe. Who knows? And then uh, try to work with them. That's the, that's the goal. Uh, obviously you're not going to Argentina now but you had planned to go that obviously would have been another big investment and another new experience for you planning it all uh, how was all that process yeah that's a, that was again you know it was quite difficult because it was my first time to get everything you know so uh, uh, everything went quite quite well you know we um, we made a crate everything all all the papers it's it's, it's all done but for now it doesn't make sense to go and uh, it's uh, at one point it's good that i know how much work it goes into you know because like last year or previous years when i was factory rider i just called the team or just oh yeah i want to go there or yeah change that and <laughs> you know so and now i know oh shit you know it's a lot of work and a lot of things to do so uh i appreciate it more like i did in the past which is also normal i guess and also when you get older but uh yeah it's still a lot of work i probably shouldn't be asking this question at round two but i think you've already said it this is your last year right or it's probably gonna be <laughs> yeah it's probably gonna be yeah. i mean uh i say that already for the last three years now but uh as long as i as long as i want and then if i can get some results it's fine if i if i need to ride like this the whole year like 23rd 25th yeah then makes no then makes no sense to go you know then i then i would love to uh, be be a team manager and 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 work on stuff you know and then maybe test some bikes which i think i'm still capable of to do so uh yeah if it doesn't turn out good and then then i'm trying to do something like that but hopefully i can still run the team hey uh, mitch evans mxgp of the netherlands uh, honestly i have no clue what happened today but you're missing an arm which <laughs> i'm guessing i'm gonna guess it's not a good sign Yes, definitely not, mate. Um, came together with two riders on the first lap of Moto One and went down and popped my shoulder out. So, yeah, pretty shitty weekend, but it is what it is. I guess it's early, so you maybe don't know yet. But as far as popping your shoulder out goes, it can sometimes be simple or really complicated, depending on ligament damage and all of that. Uh, too early to tell that, or do you have any idea? Yeah, well, um, it's the first time it's ever happened to me. So, um, yeah. 
I think it's, uh, yeah, we got it checked out and it's going to have to be full Rico, so we don't know whether we'll be back for this season. Back for this season? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. A minute ago you said you'd be back for round five slash three. Can we, can we clarify this? <laughs> I'm just shitting with you. Well, I was going to say, dislocate his shoulder. I mean, most guys here would be back within a couple of weeks. I didn't know if you wanted to play on it a bit much. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, every x-ray was all good and my tendons look all good. So we're going to get an MRI done in a week's time or something and see how that is and make a plan from there. But yeah, um, everything looked all good. So it should be good. And we aim to be back for Spain. Uh, super pissed off or you're taking it pretty well? Mate, is what it is. It's not like I did anything wrong. It was just a racing incident coming together with other people. And I look back on it and it's not like I could change anything. The only thing that I could change was getting a better start. If you want to spin it positive, and as you know from last week, I I do bring the positivity to the party. Uh, Your speed was good before the crash. And I think you kind of proved to people that Italy and Masterly Basin wasn't a fluke. Because obviously this is proper sand. Everyone's there. And yeah, you were pretty solid. Yeah, I found this weekend my sprint speed for like qualifying in the sand isn't that good. Um, I think just like this weekend, dude, like I've never ridden in anything like this in Australia um, or even over here kind of thing. So yeah, my sprint speed wasn't that good, but I, I found yesterday in the qualifying race that my race speed was good. So I was happy with that. And yeah, um, it, with the way the track was and like the conditions, I've never really ridden in it. The plan was just to survive this weekend and get through. So I was, that probably maybe bit me in the ass by trying to be a little bit too conservative, and that's maybe why I crashed. So. That's the thing. Like you even swerved Lommel last year. Vulcan Swerve was harder, so you haven't actually done a true sand GP yet, I guess. So this was a first experience. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't even make it through, and like it, it's yeah, a little bit frustrating because it wasn't anyone's fault but is what it is uh, last thing you reckon you'll be back for spain how long do you reckon you're going to miss off a bike is it a couple of weeks or is it going to be a case of hop on once and then turn up in spain um honestly i don't know the um the doctors here told me uh two to three weeks so once we get all the all the mris done and we check it out then we see how it goes but um yeah our plan isn't to come back underprepared our plans to come back 100% we got a long season and um, like my speed's good so I don't want to come back at 80% and then make it worse and miss the whole season so the team's um, being very good with that and uh, yeah so thankful for them to be understanding and uh, wanting me back until I'm 100%